ladies and germs. Tony Basilio along with you on a Tuesday. Race fans, race fans. Fired up to be with you today. First day of full pads, which there's a little change in, you know, we're just a little bit closer. Oh, man. Shout out to everybody that was affected by storm damage. And I hope your loved ones are safe and ready as we welcome you into another edition of your Tony Basilio Show. TGMD, the great Matt Dixon's alongside. And Brian, turn that music off before I slide you. I will come from my perch in Ocean City, New Jersey, Brian, right down, right down 81 to Knoxville, and I will get you if you continue that in my ear any longer. But uh, here we are. Breaking it down, as it were, scientifically. I'm sitting outside here in a uh, rental house, about a block off the boardwalk. Very nice here. Beautiful summer weather. And I do work on my vacation because, well, I'm unhealthy. TGMD with a full report today. Got me fired up, focused, and prepared. Matt Dixon, let's park here for a second. The coaches poll has Tennessee at number 10. Number one in your heart, number 10 in America. The top 10 are as follows. Our large orange are 10. Clemson is number 9. Uh, the As you continue to look down the list... Number eight is none other than Florida State, who appears, I don't know, to be coming back. The problem with Florida State and Clemson is you would sell them if they were playing in our league, but they're not. Penn State, seven. USC, who I think, and I'm going to ask Killer Kowalski about this uh, later on, who joins an hour or two. I, I think that uh, Southern Cal would be a decent would be a decent futures bet um, to win it all because <laughs> they're going to play in a league where they're going to get through that thing relatively unscathed, and they'll be a healthy team come playoff time if they can cobble enough defense together to compete with the Georgia. And the reason it'd be a decent bet right now is you don't know what Georgia or Alabama have at quarterback. You just don't. LSU's five. Ohio State's four. Alabama, three. Michigan, two. And the Georgia Bulldogs are number one. Matt Dixon, I welcome you in. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great, Tom. Doing great. Glad glad, glad to be on with you guys as, as we're talking preseason polls. It means the season's getting here pretty quick. Dixon, uh, we're two and a half weeks away, which is kind of incredible, from week zero, which is another thing we're going to drill down on uh, with Killer Kowalski in terms of what's interesting out there in week zero. Plus, he's in Vegas, and he he was texting me today, just cannot comprehend the fact that West Coast football has just disintegrated. Matt, since last we talked, it just disintegrated. I mean, what in the world, man? And these people have 
the testicular fortitude to go before Congress and try to take these rights away from these student athletes? I mean, are you kidding me? It, it, it's a mess. Um, the conference realignment part of it, uh, it's, you know, it is what it is. Chase, chasing after TV dollars, it's, I, I don't know when it'll stop. I, I guess it'll stop when the football part of it breaks away from whatever's left of the NCAA or whatever it will be called at that point. But it's, and now you got, you got the, the remaining teams from, from the West Coast maybe joining the ACC. I mean, what are we doing? What are we doing? Right. ACC trying to stay relevant, trying to do bets. And the worst thing is you got Eli Drinkafifth and Lane Kiffin making the most sense out there just openly saying, what about the rest of these athletes? I mean, shouldn't there be a way to do the rest of the non-football sports regionally and keep regional leagues together? But one, where, uh, where one pigs, they all pigs. Uh, okay. So I think that was Tennessee's one fly, we all fly. In college sports, where one pigs, they all pig. Matt Dixon and Brian, let's break this thing down scientifically. What's, what are you buying, selling, or trading on that USA Today top ten? Let's start with Tennessee at ten. Matt, are you buying the Vols at ten? Are you selling or are you trading them? Uh, I'd probably try to trade them. I think that's pretty good value. That's a pr- about as high as I thought they could be ranked. I uh, was, was a little surprised they were that high, to be honest. Uh, I'd, I'd probably trade it and see how how the start of the season goes. How about you, Bry? Buying, selling, trading Tennessee at ten. I think I think I'll buy that. I don't know how they can have Clemson ranked ahead. They didn't watch the Orange Bowl, I guess. Right? No, Clemson's ranked ahead because they deserve to be ranked ahead because they play in an easier league. I don't know why, why that's so hard for Tennessee fans to understand that. I mean, I saw Wes Rucker tweeting about it. It's not hard to understand. I mean, they don't they don't play anybody, and they have a pretty good team. So yeah, they're ahead of Tennessee for that reason. That's that's what you're doing here on these projections. You're trying to figure out where these teams are going to finish. That's what you're doing there. That's that's why Michigan's number two and. Ohio, what they're saying is those four teams are going to play in the playoff at the end of the year. Michigan, Ohio State, uh, along with um, uh, Alabama and Georgia. And is that breaking news to anybody? So, no, I mean, Matt, I don't disagree with having Clemson up there. Do you, Matt? No, no, because they have the the new offensive coordinator with the the modern offense. you know, Tennessee's making the QB change, although I guess Clemson is too, but, you know, I, I don't have a problem with it. That Just going based on track record, I, I think I, it's a safer bet to take Clemson finishing in the top ten than Tennessee. Yes. That's where I'm at. And I'm looking at this poll and I'm saying, okay, who's going to finish where? Is there anybody in the poll, Matt, at their position that you would sell when you look at it? When you look at that top ten, is there anybody yet on that? And it's always interesting to see this inaugural poll because the year never turns out this way, ever. 
you can take that thing by the end of September and it'll be upside down. There'll be three or four teams that won't be anywhere near it, and there will be some that are going to come out of nowhere, like Tennessee did last year, and get right in the middle of it. Uh, I'm 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 going to sell Alabama at three. I think they mm. have too too much uncertainty uh, offensively with with the quarterback and and you know having two new coordinators. I I just I just think that's a three or four loss team. Uh, so I, I would definitely definitely sell uh, Alabama up there at three. All right. So that's very good. How about you, Bry? Anybody in the top ten you're you're going to sell at their? Uh, Slotted spot. I think it's so hard. It's so hard to really maybe maybe USC to a degree. I just yep. think their quarterback is too much of a. I don't know. I don't think I trust him in a big game. Only be, only because of the schedule, I guess. That's why they're there. Yeah, they're there because they're going to sneak into a playoff. That's why they're there. And they might just they might just sneak into a playoff. I'm going to sell Michigan. Michigan at two is too high. Now, I realize they're coming off back-to-back. Big Ten championships, and they got the playoff appearances, and, and and I realize that you know, Corum and Edwards are back in their backfield, and J.J. McCarthy's a nice player. I don't know. I I have a feeling that they're going to. Um, I have a feeling they're going they're going to drop a drop a game or so. The question is. How many games does a Michigan have to drop to fall out of a playoff? Which is my whole problem with college football, guys, is when you have these preseason rankings and you you carry them through. And I realize people are going to say, well, these rankings don't mean anything. It's not till the big reveal. But these rankings do carry weight because they basically they set the level early on in the season. So a Michigan is going to have to lose how many games, Matt, to get out of a playoff? When you start in the two position, people would say, "Well, Tony, come on now. They don't do the first reveal till the first week of November." Okay, that's fine, but this is still what it is. In my mind, they're going to have to lose two games to get out of a playoff spot, right? And that's then that the reality. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And. I mean, a Tennessee when you're when you're down there at ten, you know, you lose two games and you're you're you'll be nowhere close to it. Michigan loses two games from where they're gonna debut, and they'll be down there at five or six, and that's that's the reality of the deal. So, personally, I'm with Matt on Tennessee as well. I think that I just think Tennessee is. I just think that. Uh, if they finish 10th this season, okay, this Josh Heupel guy is an insanely incredible coach. That's my read on this deal. Matt, I will be shocked if we finish 10th in America or better. Shocked. 
Well, the, I mean, that'd be a 10 and 2 season, which, you know, I think they'll probably be favored in 10 games. They'll be at least nine. So, yep. I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked by it, but it would, it would basically have your season go as expected, which, you know, as we know, never, never happens. Yeah. And, you know, I, I'll tell you this. I, I just think when we, um, when we talk about it and we get into this thing, it's it's kind of fun, as you said, because you can kind of look ahead now. One other thing I want to bring into the conversation, I want your thoughts on Tennessee at number 10, and if you think it's too high or if you think they should be ranked higher, I'd like to hear from you and tell me why. 865-200-5402. And we're wide open for you here in hour one. Second, second topic. And I wasn't on uh, yesterday, but in honor of Megan Rapino, who might be one of the more disliked athletes of my lifetime, kind of almost universally at this point, because essentially when you leverage yourself into that World Cup team and you become the face of it, for better or for worse, and then you're you're the one that has a chance to kick your team through and you don't put it on goal and you look kind of nonplussed in the process and people were just blasting her on social media, whatever that's worth. It's either social nor is it media. But the question becomes, help me put a an all-Megan Rapino team together of athletes that are no doubt very good, but you just don't like them. And this is an answer that's in the eye of the beholder, but let's put an all Rapino team today. So we'll have a little side topic, uh, as well as uh, what we're discussing today, which will be focused on the Southeastern Conference college football and our volunteers. 865 200 5402. Again, 865 200 5402. So Matt is selling Alabama. He's trading balls. Brian Hartman is uh, trading Clemson at nine, and he's selling USC. You look at the top ten. Tell me what you would do. Also, let's put our all Megan Rapino team together of athletes that just you know they just make it hard. They just make it hard to like them. They just make it hard. I mean, you know you appreciate great talent and all the hard work it takes to get in that spot in any of these sports, but they just make it so hard on themselves. At the end of the day, they're almost universally disliked. And sometimes, you know, that's a bit, and sometimes that's real. Sometimes it's a bit, and it's somebody playing a part, and in her case, it's real. In her case, it's real. She is just really hard to take. 865-200-5402. If you want to get in the hunt and in the mix with us. And again, when you leverage yourself into something uh, and you're 38 years old and you can't play anymore and, you know, you're on the team and, and then you put yourself in that spot and then it just blows up in your face and it's just like, 
Wow. What a nightmare. So we'll we'll talk about putting our all Rapino team together of just athletes that you just you just can't do it. You just like, wow, I know that person's good, but that just that person, no thank you. That athlete, no thank and we've had our share of those people here. Where you just have heat with them for whatever reason. So that'll be a fun little topic to throw around. Also, Matt Dixon has a full breakdown as the pads have gone on and the practice is going on at Tennessee as we speak. And Matt has a full breakdown of the uh, Tennessee camp number three under Josh Heupel. And unfortunately for Matt, and I'm going to read this to you, but this uh, this is underlined in the blog. It's rather disgraceful. Uh, this is these are Matt's words, and I will have him answer for these on the other side. Tony's that's that would be me, by the way. This is over at tclub.team today, and by the way, I I read this and put it in last night. And here's the deal with me. I I can take criticism. I'm fine. We get on here, we criticize. You know, we we do what we do. And I can take my uh, team having fun with me and. Or just blasting me. I can take it. That's what Matt says. Tony's complete dismissal of Joe Milton's MVP performance in the Orange Bowl versus Clemson has been a shameful summer radio bit. Shame on you, Tony. Shame, shame, shame. We'll come back on the other side. We'll talk to uh, Matt, get his thoughts on this, and get your thoughts on our Vols. Are they overrated at 10? Brian, you never said that. I think I think they're overrated at 10. Matt thinks they're overrated at 10. Brian, are they overrated at 10, yes or no? Maybe a little bit, but not a whole lot. Yeah, if you finish they got a what I think. They've receiving core, and they got a, they're going to have a pretty good defense. Ah, <laughs> uh, really? Okay, who's your cornerbacks? I mean, I don't know. You tell me. They're gonna gotta be able to stop somebody, Bry. Their front seven, though, that'll make that not as a not a not as big a weakness as you think, and they'll give up points there just because they jump ahead so quickly. You're the man, Bry. Let's do this. We'll come back on the other side. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Because Matt Dixon sounds like he's all in on our quarterback, and I'm kind of um, I'm in wait-and-see mode, though I am excited to see what happens with the beginning of the season. I know people want to move me off wait-and-see mode, but that's just not how it's going to work for me. I want to see it, and I want to see it for several games. And by the way, that's an okay take. Like, if that's your take, it's an okay take to have. We'll come back. I want to visit with Dixon on his piece. I want to hear from you at 865-200-5402. Let's put together our all Rapino team. Uh, I want your thoughts. Is Tennessee too high at 10? And uh, we'll come back on the other side right after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall for you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com a loud and live production. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM, Columbia. Tina to be back with you. All Megan Rapino team. We're going to put that together. Also, we're going to talk some Tennessee football. Matt Dixon, unfortunately, drugged me today in the blog. Matt, you didn't mean that, did you? Uh, yeah, for, yeah. I mean, all right, let's I, get Charlie. Let's all right. I, let's get Charlie. I think, you, I think you owe Joe Milton an apology. Charlie, welcome in. What's going on, Tom? You're on the show of record, brother. Welcome in, brother. Matt Dixon needs to watch first three quarters of that Clemson game and get back to me. I, I mean, Joe Milton was the MVP of the fourth quarter, but I, I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with that. And, uh, Matt calls me Matt, shameful for pointing that out, Charlie. I'm shameful. MVP. I mean, it's Tennessee's first major bowl win in like 25 years. He did all right, but but he had the starting job before, and he got yanked for a transfer from Virginia Tech that nobody. And that everybody forgot about, but we'll see. 
we'll see. Now, to be ranked number 10 in the country, <clears throat> Tom, yep. that's a 10-2 yep. and two record. Yep. Well, I'm going to have to sell that a little bit. Uh, yeah, but I, I'll tell you what, this time of year, usually I turn into a nervous nearly. But, and we got holes. We got cornerback problems, offensive line holes, you know, sure. and then yep. the yep. quarterback. I'm, I'm with you, a little question mark about Milton. But, uh, this football coach we got is, uh, it's hard for me to work myself up into a big nervous frenzy like I usually do. He, uh, it's just nice to know we got somebody out there, uh, with a football IQ to be able to, to call plays and change games to uh, mitigate our where we where we lack, and uh, and it's nice to know he's not locked into a decision. That uh, that what we went through with uh, Garantano, and to see uh, see a coach move on from somebody he has invested in, pull somebody off a bench. Uh, I don't know. It just put me at ease. I feel pretty good. I mean, I don't think we're a 10-win team because of those holes. But, I agree. But, man, I'm not worried. I'm not I'm not like I usually get this time of year. Charlie, you make an incredibly wonderful point. And, 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 Matt, let's park here for a second. Whether the team goes 11-1, and 10-2, 9 and 3 or even 8 and 4. We all will agree that the future is extremely bright. We all will agree that this team, this program hasn't played its best football under Josh Heupel. And they're going to be really fun to watch. They're going to be competently coached and he's not going to annoy us in the process. And Charlie, I agree with that. I used to this time of the year, put on a happy face and be professional and give the fans the full shot that they deserve. At this point, though, I don't have to sell anybody, just like Hypel doesn't try and sell anybody. And, and Charlie brings up a great point, doesn't he, Matt, about the thinking about this season. You don't have to wince when you think about it. Oh, no, not at all. No, you know it's going to be a, a it's going to be a fun and exciting brand of football. Um, now you may give up a lot more points to make it more exciting than you want it to be, but no, I I think it's a great point. Yeah, there's there's no reason to not be optimistic going into the year. There's no, you know, you don't have these like restraints on on your program like like we have in the past. Right on. And the guy is so, um, and you just know they're going to do interesting things offensively. And then they're going to do creative things on defense to hide their weaknesses and creative things offensively to hide their weaknesses. They, they're they going to need a quarterback that's very, very quick to line a scrimmage. And hopefully Milton's grown in that end. I'll tell you, uh, I've gone back and looked because I, I thought uh, our defensive backs coach did a pretty good job recruiting. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of like, you, I think, Tone, I've been kind of expecting somebody to step into these cornerback roles. And there's a, I landed on this transfer we got from BYU that was a four star coming out of the transfer portal. 
Yep. And I'm I'm kind of surprised that he hadn't uh, locked down the starting row. But of course, it's early. But Very early. I'm keeping my ear to the ground. I'm really hoping that that happens. And uh, I want to encourage people to read what Matt wrote today. It started off uh, talking about the defensive backs and. And Matt's my boy, but I got a little upset. I thought, boy, I just love whenever somebody gets found a keyboard and tells me I didn't see what I just saw. And then he he talked about the defensive line, and uh, and they, you know, the in my mind the defensive line played really well last year. And Matt puts up the numbers, and the numbers doesn't lie. And I'm like, wow. You know, is uh, maybe I didn't see what I saw, but anyway, that's that's a good job, Matt. And uh, on the Megan team, it's yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's because sports use was a safe place, you know, right. for all the troubles in the world. That's right. But I don't care what side of the aisle. I do not want to know. I don't want to turn on a football game, basketball game, and be able to tell how you're going to vote by watching think, a game. I don't think that's too much to ask. I think you can do the rest of your life and do those things. If you want to be active, be active as people were in the past. But I don't think it's too much to ask. Because you drag that onto the field, you drag division onto the field, and sports are all about unification. They're not about division unless you play for the other team, and then I despise you. So do you have an athlete in mind, Charlie, for the Megan Rapino team who you just go, man, I know that person's great, but, God, I, just, I don't like them. I've had one for the last 15 years, and his name is Draymond Green. That is a great he might be a- he might be a great guy, but, man, I can't uh, – he drives me insane ever since he played for Michigan State. Amen. Uh, Thank you, Charlie. Home, I got a, yes. I, I got a story. Uh, I had a first-time caller yesterday, Calbino, right. talking about uh, some players from, from Chattanooga. Yep. Before he went off, he had to mention uh, Marion County, and that gave me nightmares. In 94, McMinn Central High School team went to Marion County, and our kicker kicked the ball off, and it went to a player by the name of Eric Westmoreland. And I tried, quote, unquote, tried to tackle him, and he knocked me in the middle of next week. And I walked over the sideline, and I told my kicker, I said, I told that genius, I said, if you kick that ball to that fella again, I'm going to break your freaking neck. Go by. <laughs> Thank you, Charlie. 865-200-5402, the number. If you want to get in the hunt and in the mix with us. Matt, friend of mine, and I start off on the blog tomorrow recording the answers here, said, and I quote, any white Kentucky basketball player post-1970 is on the all-Megan Rapinoe team for me, Tony. <laughs> No, I, I I agree 100%. Really could just put all of them. That's what he said. Any, yeah, any, just all of especially, them. He says the white ones especially. The white guys, yeah. Are just unbelievably oh. annoying. How many players from Duke are you going to have on yours? Uh, 
Coach K is the coach of this team. I nominate Coach K. Um, who do you have, Matt? Cherokee Parks. Oh my gosh! And they all those those white dudes all have the same haircut. The Duke white guys—they all have the same haircut. What I mean? What is this? It's like a. Uh, it's like a several generation tradition now. Matt J, who do you have on the Rapino team? Who comes to mind for you? Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody other than Tom Brady, but I'm, I guess I'll go with Tom Brady to start. That's a really good one, by the way. He's so annoying. Guy's annoying. So annoying. Let's go back to the phones. So we're putting our together our all, all Megan Rapino team. We're going to drill down on Matt's piece with the Vols. Uh, Matt took me to task hard today over at tclub.team regarding Joe Milton and my conduct toward him this summer. If you agree, call in and give Matt a thumbs up. Charlie just took Matt to task and said, uh, Tony's made some good points, Matt, and no, it's not some kind of summer game and gimmick. Let's go back to the phones, and we'll get our next call in on this glory day. The storms have passed. Boy, the storm's everywhere. Last night in Pennsylvania at my brother's house, and we're, we're down to Jersey Shore right now, but Last night at his uh, in his neighborhood, the transformer fell off. the The power line got snapped in two. Transformer fell on the ground and caught on fire at the top of their neighborhood. You, you don't suppose, Brian, that would be pretty eventful, do you? When your transformer's on fire, laying on the ground in the neighborhood. No, I I would stay away from a burning uh, transformer. Uh, yeah. 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 Back to so I hope everybody's safe. Apparently in uh, Pennsylvania last night they canceled the Phillies game at two o'clock in the afternoon, which to those of us who are initiated in the major league baseball and the way they do things, you know storms are going to be terrible when they do that. Because generally they love getting you in the ballpark, making you eat food for about four hours and then canceling games. That's generally their their gimmick, but they didn't want anybody in cars yesterday and we happened to be at the beach last night out walking and watching our weather app so we knew when the storm was going to roll in here because a late night walk at the beach as anybody knows is a beautiful thing and i mean to tell you this cloud came up that was the most ominous looking thing and it had a sliver like a cut in the middle of it almost like a zipper and it was crazy looking crazy looking so we ran for cover. Let's go back to the phones and get Lee Wah in here. Lee Wah, welcome in. How you doing, my man? How you doing, Lefty? How you doing, brother? I'm good. I brought back tears. You didn't bring me a soap in there back? Uh, not yet. What would you like, Leroy? Would you like a hat? Yes, sir. Would you wear it? You know I would. I'm All right, I'm going to get you a somebody in Ocean City loves me hat. For you, Leroy. I think the I think the football team going eight and three. 
So you're selling them at the 10 spot. Yeah. You know, Leroy, 8 and 3 has been kind of my number, or uh, 9 and 3 has been sort of my number all year. Yeah. Um, which, Matt, wouldn't be a shameful season, would it? If they went 9 and 3, that would not be a shameful season this year. No, no, not at all. That'd be, a, a, I think that'd be a really good year, kind of a, kind of a bridge year. Uh, to, as long as it kind of sets you up for next year, no, I, I don't think nine and three would be bad at all. And how's it set you up for next year? Well, you've got to get some of your young players all in that ready. freshman class on the field and acclimated, and you've got to get Nico some uh, valuable time this year. That's how you get value out of a bridge year, which I do think this is a bridge year for the Vols, and I've said it all off season, and I don't want to heap a bunch of expectations on this young head coach because, Leroy, you and I both know this Josh Heupel guy is a great, great football coach. Yeah, he is. Yeah, when they got him, they got a good man. A very good man. Yeah, they did. Are you still ushering this year, Leroy? Yes, sir. We got our meeting Sunday. That is phenomenal. How many years have you ushered now? 20 years. Good for you. And and what age are you now? I'll be 82 in two weeks. 83 and, in two weeks. And you plan on ushering till? 90. When are we going to celebrate your birthday, Leroy? We need to have a birthday party for you at some point. Well, I'm thinking I'm going to have cake and ice cream at the ballpark on the 23rd. Yeah, I'm going to have cake and ice cream on that Wednesday at the ballpark. Do you have tickets at the ballpark? Yeah, they did. Are you still no, Caswell, you get, they, don't, they don't charge anything. Oh, you're going to the Caswell Park, I see. I thought you were going to the Smokies. No, sir. I'd like to have you over there the 23rd. 23rd of July? Yeah, you and Bino. What, uh, what day is that? That's on a Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Wednesday at 6 o'clock on the 23rd? Yes, sir. All right. Can you, like, call and remind me, like, next week? I definitely will. Thank you, brother. I'd love to come down there and honor you. Okie dokie. Have a blessed day. You too, my, my favorite Marshan. Let's go back to the phones and grab TC, who's in Athens. TC in Athens, A-F-F-E-N-S. TC, hello. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And tell Good me, to hear your uh, voice, Trace. Good to hear your voice, brother. Hope you're well, man. Doing doing great. Thanks, man. Just want to thank you all for getting us through this summer. And, guys, we are almost through it. We're just a few weeks away, and uh, I'm excited, man. Uh, the uh, all, uh, I think it's pronounced Rapino team, has, for me, Nick. it's got to be Ar- Arian Foster. Boom. I just cannot stand the guy. <laughs> he makes it so – that's a guy that just made it so hard when he was here. And when he was in the NFL, he just makes it so hard. I remember the I mean, interview he gave where he talked about – he made it sound, TC, like they were eating um, a spam every night. And David Cutcliffe came out and just ripped him in the press and said, what is wrong with him? What, is he kidding? Yeah, and, and what's crazy about that, you know, he, he talked about that, and then he came back out when Tennessee was kind of being investigated. I can't remember, maybe that was at the end of the Dooley years or uh, or right at the beginning of Butch, whatever it was, and gave an interview about how he was handed, you know, thousands of dollars, I think even like $100,000 or something like that. 
And uh, it's like, bro, which one is it? You know, were you dead broke or did you get money? But either way, why are you talking about it? And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, another uh, Swain had him on as a as a guest to talk about that at that time. And, I, and everybody was kind of kowtowing to him like, oh, thanks for setting the record straight. And I called in and just kind of laid into him. Good for you. You're a liar. You're an absolute liar. Good one for you. You're lying one way or the other. For another hundred, do you think he could have managed to hang on to a football cross in the goal line? What are you, Mike Thank Griffith? You. What are you, Mike? <laughs> you going to bring up like a 20-year-old tur- turnover uh, there, Mike Griffith? <laughs> Give it up, Mike Griffith? But he, he, when he was here, he, when he was here, he made it really hard to like him. When he was winning NFL MVPs, he made it really hard to like him. He's just a guy that just makes it really hard to like him. That's a great example of an all Rapino player. He's got it all from all Rapino. Absolutely. Well, Tony B., I'll jump off let somebody else get on. Can't wait to uh, see all you guys uh, the next uh, couple months and Hopefully uh, catch the uh, Fountain City Ramblers sometime while I'm up there for a game as well. Thank you, brother. Yeah, we got a full uh, list of gigs over at uh, Fakebook, the Fountain City Ramblers on Fakebook, if you want to check it out, 865-200-5402 if you want to get in. Was Tennessee overranked, overrated at number 10, or should they be higher, or did they get it right? And what I'm asking is, I'm not asking I'm asking about where these teams are going to finish. So you look at where a respective team is ranked, and you say, am I going to buy that? Am I going to sell that? Am I going to trade that out of the top ten? And then this Joe Milton conversation continues to be, like, I'm going to read a little passage from what Matt wrote today. And if Matt wants to expound, he can have at it. But here's what Matt said. That quarterback play. He wrote quarterback play. Under the heading it says, it's the most important position in sports. Luckily, next time a Josh Heupel team has a poor quarterback, will be the first. He also says, there's never, ever been a better example of an eye test All-American on Rocky Top than Joe Milton. And Matt, you're right on every account. The thing about Heupel that we know is that if Joe Milton gets off to a slow start in September and doesn't play well, and anything's possible here, anything's possible, I don't think they would hesitate post-Florida to go to the kid, Matt. Uh, Josh Heupel's already shown that. Oh, no no doubt. And that that's, that's why I think that Florida game is so big uh, because you know Joe Milton needs to win that game. Um, for for himself and and obviously the team does too. But that's that that's a game that he can't really afford to lose if he wants to be the starting quarterback all year. But no, I I do think that they won't they won't have any problems going to Nico if 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 they need to. Um, and that that's the comfort. I mean, Tennessee's got a five star, you know, the the chosen quarterback that that Hype will pick like three years ago. Like that that's who's the backup, and that's you know it, if you have to go to him, I. I'm good with that. I, I, that's, I just trust Heupel with, with quarterbacks and with what he did with him and Hooker. Um, I, I don't know how anybody else couldn't. So that, that's why I just, I don't think QB play will be an issue, whether, whether it is Joe Milton or, 
or if you're right and and he and he continues to kind of struggle and not make the plays when he needs to, then they'll put Nico in there and and we'll see what he can do. So I like I I just like the next like I'm just not going to worry about the quarterback play with Heupel, you know, and that's if when that when that becomes an issue, then we have a real problem on our hands. Magnum is up next with us. So the Vols overrated at ten. And then your thoughts on our all Rapino team in honor of the athletes that just make it so hard to like them because she was the, she's like the queen of that. Let's go back to the phones. Get Magnum in here. Magnum, hello. Hey Tom. Yo. Um. As far as Tennessee being tenth, I think we're about tenth in '98. Well, I mean, you know, not not a big not a big deal these days. I don't think. Well, do you think that team, do you think they deserve to be ranked higher or lower based on the club they have coming back? What do you think? I'd say that's that's pretty good. I mean, you lose your starting quarterback and you you lose your uh, Blitnikoff. That's right. Wide receiver. You know, it's almost, I would probably lean on the, might be a little too high for the, start of the season but then you know how they improved the last couple of years so, another great point you know maybe maybe uh maybe it's true that that the media hates us like everybody says and uh they're putting us up there so that they because they know we're gonna fail uh, to finish to I'm finish good. at to finish at 10 you got to go ten and two. That's what you have to say in your mind. Yeah. So you're so you're looking at that ranking and you're saying to yourself, "Does this club have what it takes against that schedule to finish ten and two? And you know, yeah. hey, hey, I'll tell you this: nine wins with the team we have is a really nice coaching job. Now, it's, it I don't know how much of our fan base is going to think that, but I, for one, will think that if it occurs. Nine and three would yeah. be a really nice season. In, in what Matt referred to as a bridge year, or you can call it a gap year, uh, I think that's correct. Yeah. So, and the now your your criteria for the Megan Rapino team. It's a, a any athlete, athlete you don't like, just unlikable. Just any, yeah, just okay. anybody just rubs you the wrong way. All right. Well, you mentioned my guys from Kentucky. Yes. For some reason. I have no idea why. I just hated Jamel Martinez back in the day. Oh my gosh! I, I, I don't. I don't know why. But every time he, you know, I, maybe just big part of it was he was from Kentucky. Well, for one thing, he had a really, really, really unfortunate choice of facial hair. And yeah. for another thing, for another thing, he was a part of some really annoying Rick Pitino basketball teams. Jamel Martinez is yeah. a great, great answer. Because I remember having white hot heat with that dude. And I remember thinking to myself, can somebody on Tennessee's team keep that scrub from scoring? He used to offend me when that scrub would score, and he could shoot it a little bit. Jamel yeah, Martinez. He, he was like from Miami and That's know, him. they were just they were just gathering recruits like Jamal Mashburn and That's him. him all. <clears throat> and um you know, I guess I, I don't. Sometimes it, I think it's it's a bias because of who they played for. 
But, yep. you know, Tim Tebow was one of those so for a ball fan because um, he, you know, destroyed us. But, uh, Tebow was really annoying and over the top when he played with some of the stuff. Tebow, the man, and what he's done for special needs kids around the yeah. world uh, and his heart that he has for people, it mm-hmm. will never be forgotten by this common fan. But, yeah, I, I know what you – when Tebow used to go over on the sidelines and rub noses with uh, Urban Meyer, it was literal, literally one of the most – and then Gary Danielson would sit over there and talk about it like he was Tony Schiavone in WCW, like trying to sell you something. It, it was the most – and then Mike Bianchi, who's referred to him historically now as the fumigator because he's the guy that got the stench out of the program – while Urban Meyer was down there with, I mean, literally criminal element on his team. Literally the criminal element, no offense. But, uh, Magnum, you're the man. Hey, one more that I just thought of, Tiger Woods. I'm going to give you a double dip on that. Made it really hard, didn't he? Yeah. I'm going to give you a double dip with Tiger Woods. Thank you, my friend. Good talking to you. In a way... I feel sorry for Tiger. I was talking to my son about this the other day. We're driving up. I feel sorry for Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, the Williams sisters, uh, he's reading a book right now about Andre Agassi, who talks about literally in his biography. Uh, my son was reading, he was telling me about it last night. Agassi's father basically tortured him when he was uh, coming up playing, would make him go out and hit several thousand balls a day and Andre Agassi's look look I ascended in the sport I made all this money but what's it worth I mean all I wanted for my dad to do is put his arm around me and say I love you let's go back to the phones who's your ball welcome in what's going on Tom what's up who's your ball not too much hope you're enjoying your vacation and thanks for uh, taking time out of your time off to jump on with us man it's pretty unhealthy isn't it as my as my lovely wife likes to say Hey man, happy wife, happy life. But just, you uh, got it, brother. I'll leave that. I'll leave that to you. I think uh, ten is fair. And if you, if I'm projecting the season, the reports are that if the offensive line holds up, I'm not worried in the least about the offense. Allegedly, the linebackers are really looking good. Mm-hmm. And then to me, our season strategy kind of becomes that uh, Clemson game. Deep shots with Milton and play like your hair's on fire blitzing to make up for the fact that, frankly, your secondary ain't where it needs to be. And when you have an offensive line or and or a quarterback that can withstand that, you're probably in trouble. But, you know, against Florida and against Texas A&M and South Carolina and Kentucky, I think that strategy might get you three out of four. And then, you know, there's nine and three. Maybe get you four out of four, you're ten and two. And that's my point. Yeah, not if you if this club goes nine and three with the shortcomings, fact that you're in year three, the fact that you're breaking in a new quarterback who's an old quarterback who's kind of a broke another kind of a left behind broken down quarterback, uh, and that's dealing with uh, the fact that you've got a hot shot true freshman ushering in a new era next year along with recruiting classes that are going through the roof and. To me, this is about getting young guys acclimated, you know, including Nico. It's about getting young guys and then winning your fair share of games. 
a step back this year to me is going down to Gainesville and losing. That, as, and you can go 9-3 and three as long as it's the right three. It can't be the wrong you three. It's got to be the right three. You can't lose to that crappy. Because Graham Mertz is not going to test our secondary. Never. And if you heat him up big time, that can get ugly quick. Because I think what people are going to be shocked at is how dang fast Tennessee's going to be. You're going to have four guys on Tennessee's offense and Deontay Thornton, Squirrel White, and those two new freshmen, the Leacock kid and uh, oh, uh, Virginian, Sel- Selden or whatever his name is. That Selden, yeah, like great athlete. World-class quickness where yep. it'll be like the old days with Florida where we're just like, how fast are those guys? It'll be the shoes on the other foot, so you can't lose that game. The one that shocked me to them was they had Ohio State at four. I bet there's some upset Buckeyes today that they were fourth because I, I think they're going to win the Natty or play for it. Somebody, so you're buying Ohio State at four, big time. Who who are you uh, selling think, out of the? Uh, who are you selling, uh, Ryan, out of the top ten? Are you going to be like me and I'm selling Michigan at two? I think it's too high. Yes, that's ridiculous. No offense, uh, Jim Harbaugh has been baptized and born again as this big game coach because <laughs> Ryan Day. And Ron Day's coaching for his life. I don't care if he goes 11-1. He loses three in a row to Michigan. They're calling Urban or they're calling somebody. <laughs> Matt, that would be kind of funny. Back. Hey, Dixon, wouldn't that be kind of comical? Think about that. The dark humor. Megan Rapino used the term dark humor for what happened to her the other day. If they went 11-1, and cool. there would be, Matt, an absolute outcry from Buckeye Nation if they, that one game was Michigan. They would run him tomorrow that would be hilarious he'd have to, to sneak into the playoffs. oh it'd be hilarious it would be hilarious um tone my megan rapino team is has anyone yeah. said king james yet lebron no he makes it I'm so hard he's another one i he, he should be someone i love but michael yeah. jordan will always be the goat lebron should have took a page out of him Frankly, Miss Rapino should have took a page from him. Is the the dangers of entering the political arena? If you're going to enter in there, you got to take what comes potentially, and you better know what you're talking about. LeBron James is an amazing father and an amazing. I don't know if he's married to uh, the mother. His children. He is. Yeah, he's a married man. Yeah, amazing husband. There's never been. I I love him. I I, from that regard. But on the court, too, the flopping and the constant crying. I mean, he missed his calling. He would have been a perfect Boston Celtic, Brian Hartman. He would have been perfect in Kelly Green, Brian, in Celtic Green. When you look at Jordan, Jordan is the opposite of LeBron. Jordan is a terrible father, a terrible husband. Everyone loves Jordan because he was wise enough to say, hey, I'm staying out of it. And LeBron is kind of like the Mannings. Yeah, yeah kind of like the Mannings. Those, those guys are brands. Those guys are brands. Those guys are and in a lot and in, in one way you got to kind of tip your cap LeBron James, but in another way you just kind of go, well, I, I don't know. Sports to me are about uniting, not dividing. But thank you for the call, mm-hmm. Ryan. And Matt said something really interesting in his blog about a pass rush, and I want to get into that. Uh, and ways that Tennessee can improve this year if they can, because he he pointed out something in the blog that absolutely has to improve for the defense this year for it to get to go where it's going to go. Um, I'm going to grab a, a quick guest on the other side. 
who uh, we're going to talk about some of the goings-on around the country, uh, plus what to make of that first poll, plus um, he's got some new information. He's got some information uh, he was just sharing with me uh, on some stuff, um, what's going to happen week zero, week one in college football. So we'll get into that as Killer Kowalski joins on the other side as we continue after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 101.7 FM WKOM, Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hello, it's me, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. July reminds me of red, white, and blue. If you were born in July, your birthstone is the ruby. King of the precious stones for its rarity, hardness, second only to diamonds. We have a beautiful collection from earrings to rings, modern and antique. If you were born in July, we'll take 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Automobile Keys is a local, family-owned and operated car key programming business. Whether you need a smart key, switchblade key, key fob, transponder key, or just a basic car key replacement, we're your best choice for affordable, programmable replacement keys in minutes. Give us a call at 615-878-9087 or visit our website at automobilekeys.com. You can email us at cody at automobilekeys.com. Automobile Keys is a proud sponsor of Whitthorn Middle School football. Come by our van out front after the game and say hello. Go Tigers! All right. Welcome back, everybody. I have got Miles Johnson from Foodland on the phone. He's going to tell us what specials we have. Miles, what kind of deals you got for us this week at uh, at Foodland? Well, this week we have ground beef for two ninety nine a pound, whole New York strip five ninety nine a pound, iceberg lettuce a dollar forty nine each, twenty ounce Gatorade three for four, and Coca Cola twelve packs two for twelve. All right, fantastic! And of course, we're celebrating back to school with all the kids going back. And uh, your sales run through Tuesday, August eighth. And uh, as always, you guys are open seven days a week, seven a.m. till nine p.m. Located very conveniently right there. Um, near the post office, so people need to come in and check it out, and uh, and if anybody needs anything, they can ask one of your great staff, because uh, you have an amazing staff, so Miles, thank you as always, uh, and again, we'll talk to you next week, okay? Alrighty, thank you. Thank you, Miles. Have a good day. You too. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Absolutely incredible as we welcome you back on your Tony Basilio show. It is hour number two. Matt Dixon's in the house. Brian Hartman is here as well. And we're joined by the odds maker from our friends at Zen Sports, the great Robert Killer Kowalski, back again to the Tony Basilio show. And, uh, Killer, I hope you're doing well. And, brother, you're on the left coast where I don't even know what the hell's happened to college football, man, all around. you got to feel like a man without a country today. Where's Robert Frost when you need him? You know, Tony, first off, uh, it, it's a pleasure and honor to be on again. It feels like I, I was just on with you. Uh, it felt like yesterday, and everything was kind of fine in the college football landscape, or so I thought. Uh, I Look, conference realignment's going to happen, but, <laughs> okay, sure. So maybe we take a look and say, uh, sure, USC's got to go. They, they, they move on. But the Pac-12 right now is, it's over. It's all finished. Just pour a glass of your finest booze. Enjoy its last moments. It's, it's over. And so now really all that's left to figure out uh, is who's going to be jumping on the Big 12 life raft and then who else is going to be left scrambling and are we going to finally see, uh, uh, well, it's probably inevitable. Um, they hop on board with the Mountain West. Uh, do they just <laughs> decide to just play each other with a, a you know, bunch of neutral site games, Tony? I'm, 
it's a good thing I've, I've got this manual here to tell me how to do all this. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that's a great point. So one of the things that we see in, the, in, in, in gambling, and you're an odds maker, you got set lines for a living, and they've got to be, you know, somewhere. Uh, you've got to find the sweet spot, so to speak, and use information to do so. With all these teams going to all these new leagues, and it kind of happening all at once, and the sport sort of reinventing itself in the playoff era, how do you think that's going to affect odds making? It's got to affect some, doesn't it? Uh, unlike anything I've ever had to deal with, Tony. Uh, you know, when you have, when you have kind of, well, let's just go on a, on a micro level from it, just the transfer portal. So that that's one thing that I have to take take a look at and deal with on a regular basis, almost on a weekly basis. But when we have conference realignments and schools moving from one conference to another, uh, even season win totals become nil. It, there's there's so much that goes involved because now they're playing a whole different a whole different bracket, a whole different tier of talent in some cases. And, you know, there's basically now discussions on how do you set up conference championship matchups? Uh, is it going to be the two best winning percentages with some kind of tiebreaker? Uh, so to answer your question shortly, Tony, I'm eternally in price discovery, right? And that's, that's all I have to do is to say, you know, here's what I have coming up this week, and let's just call it week zero on, on the 26th. And yeah. I, I set my openers, and <laughs> I just let the people decide. That's <laughs> basically all I can do. And then at the end of the games, I say, well, all right, I was close, or I, I, I was really off on it. And in some cases, as I'm looking at my book right now, um, I've got more than half the games that have moved significantly already, and we're not even to the eve of, of week zero, Tony. Interesting. So Notre Dame Navy opened where and now where is it? So I opened Notre Dame three touchdowns, 21 with a total of 48 and a half. Uh, it got bet down, so uh, Navy action brought it down to 19 and a half with a total of 50 and a half, Tony. And you're, you're the NFL player. You, you played every NFL game last year and got what percentage? <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was a really magical run. Uh, it was uh, just the cut around fifty nine percent. Every sports fans listen to me, and you can go to the, what's the website if they want to uh, yeah. double check this. Robert Kowalski, right? It's, it's there, Tony. It's uh, it's gamingtoday.com, and it was gaming today. Event. Yeah, back back in the day, uh, it used to just be us, you know, bookmakers here in the state of Nevada. Uh, but since twenty eighteen, you know, there's one state after another, including our you know, beautiful state right here, it's allowing bookmakers from every state to enter and participate in a heads-up battle. Uh, so it was basically me against the country. The world. <laughs> and, and, and you won, and, and so I want people to know Robert Kowalski as he appears on here, and he'll be on with us on our post-game stuff, Garza Law. Fifth quarter fan reaction providing providing updated lines on Tennessee stuff or sneak peeks what what debut lines will be in the morning um, as action starts to occur. But let's uh, let's if we can um, just talk about a few things here. First of all, do you have a couple of favorite plays 
for week zero? Do you have any uh, Do you have any advice on like what to do, not to do week zero? In in week zero, Tony, and more like anything, every, everything is about information, right? So what you want to do is is concentrate. I always like to say, if you're new to to sports betting, find one conference. Do do the SEC. Heck, just do the SEC East in some cases, and just get to know that roster. Get to know who's gone, who's transferred in, who's transferred out, and what the the biggest pain is going to be for the program. So then you'll have a baseline and an understanding for this is a school that is going to be able to put up, I don't know, let's call it 27 points and hold their opponents to anywhere between uh, 18 to 20. And so when you create that baseline, you could say, I know that they're good for this when they're at home during the day on turf, right? And so (laughs) you could see how, how, really dig a digging of a deep you can make a hole so once you figure all that out and you see how close you are and you're saying to yourself hey this model is actually it's working for me and and so that's the thing that i did when i first got started in this business and so when you have an idea for a baseline you can go and make adjustments from week to week for example uh you know let, let's take a look at another one that i was uh uh, awfully wrong on uh, Ohio and San Diego State on Saturday. So yeah. uh, at SDSU, I opened them uh, four with a total of 53 and a half. Uh, so that got bet down to this moment. I'm, I'm at 48 and a half. So the numbers gotten drilled. Wow. And San Diego State's only a three point favorite now, right? So this is, this, these are the things that I, I keep telling everybody is I am, in permanent price discovery mode, and I, that's why I love this because it's—I won't know until the game is played uh, just how close uh, my figures are. So I, I thought that the total would be, you know, far far higher, but uh, you know, the, the people speak. Well, the people speak. you you go, yeah, and and the public speaks, and you guys in the odds game. So it's interesting, right? Because the goal is kind of to curry action going both ways, and um, not leave yourself too exposed to quote-unquote, soft targets. Now, I've been told early in a college football season, you can find some games out there because there's so many, and you guys have to handicap them all. So there's there, there will be on each card any particular week a few soft targets. The question is, how do you find them? And that that's the eternal question for people that like to play the ponies, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's exactly what you're looking for, Tony. You're You're – your best ability to to make a profit week in and week out is to understand that the total the bookmakers uh, offer odds on everything side the total the money line propositions yeah. everywhere right. but it's the total that you'll find in a game that offers the least amount of liquidity. Why? Because that is the number that is the softest every single week. Doesn't matter what conference, doesn't matter what league, doesn't matter what sport. The total is always the number that is the one that is uh, really put into a pressure cooker. So take a look again. Let's look at the example again of that Ohio San Diego State game. If I opened it 53 and a half and the number just keeps going down and down and down. So now let's say you're holding that 53 and a half ticket to the under. Uh, 49, a key number. I'm at 48 and a half. Eh, you could set yourself up with a nice middle, as 
you know, uh, we use in the parlance. Go over that 48 and a half, and now you've got yourself a really nice cushion where you could actually end up hitting both tickets. Robert Kowalski joining Zen Sports. All right, Robert, take me to week one with Tennessee and Virginia. What's your number right now, and what's the total on that game? And I want to bring Dixon in here, uh, the great Matt Dixon. What's your uh, what's your number on the Tennessee game right now? And so uh, uh, at this very moment, it's 28 with a total of 58 and a half. And that's right. been uh, bet down uh, as I opened it at 30. So you had it at 30. It's been bet down to 28. And what did the total open at? Uh, so the total, we opened it the same 58 and a half. That has not moved. Okay. What's Tennessee's first half total in that game? So if you break down their first half, uh, it's something that you're going to look at and not particularly going to be uh, something where it's split in half, but I'd like to think that they're going to come out strong. Uh, Milton's got a <laughs> plenty to to move around with and, and got an awful lot of work that he's got you know, leading up to this game. Uh, for the early start, uh, we're going to open up Tennessee as a 14-and-a-half-point favorite in that first half. All right, Matt, play, play the numbers here. 14-and-a-half for Tennessee or Virginia in the first half. Where, where would you lean, Matt? I'd probably play Tennessee first half. Yeah, I would go over that. I think it'll be up. But, see, you never know. Can anything you start this stuff? <laughs> That's so, Robert. The Go ahead, Brock. Second half total wouldn't be determined until halftime of the game. They, you don't have a second half total for the game right now, do you? Exactly correct. Yeah, it's it's something where I'd establish that number based off of the results. I have a general idea, uh, but all of that would be uh, off of what I've seen in the first half. That's correct. Yeah, the live, which is which begs a question now that Zen is in Tennessee and Zen Sports, by the way, is Robert. He's the bookmaker for me. He's, kind of opening up the world to us here and taking us inside. You don't hear folks like him talk this way much, kind of letting us on the inside. But our friends at Zen Sports, a new betting app in Tennessee, really revolutionizing betting rewards. And the bottom line is if you bet, you want to bet with a sports book that's going to offer you real cash rewards, not games, not gimmicks, no funny money, points, credits, and I'm telling you, go look at Robert over there and this guy. Go look at how he did with the NFL last year. And our friends at Zen, um, bonus welcome, It's that works this way. You earn 5% back every bet you place your first 15 days. No limit as you use the promo code TNTONY, and you can earn 3% cash back on your bets after that with Zen Sports Loyalty Program. They just deposit money in your account. So, and it's money. It's money you can pull out of your account. If you want to go do something else, uh, go somewhere, need money for a trip, it's your money. No games, no gimmicks. Switch to Zen today. Your wallet will thank you later. And if you have a gambling problem, 800-889-9789. And remember, you must be 21 and over in Tennessee to bet. Robert, when we talk about, though, the Virginia game, you said the number was 31 28. Matt, what would you, Robert's initial number of 31, Matt, what would you have bet on that? That's a, it's a really big number. Um, 
I'd still probably play Tennessee because I just don't think Virginia's any good at all. And there's always the chance that Tennessee could avalanche them and score three touchdowns in about five, a five-minute span. Yeah, they're they're atrocious offensively. Uh, Virginia is. They don't have any. They don't really. They're not. They're not vertical. They're extremely challenged. They've got a Division three quarterback, as Robert knows, and uh, you know this is going to be a, this is going to be a very very. Or he's, I guess he's a D two kid, but at any rate, it's going to be very difficult for them to function. Uh, in this football game offensively as it was for them last year. And then what did you say the total was, Robert? 58 and a half, Tony. Where are you going, Matt? 58 and a half. Uh, I'd prob- probably play the over. Yeah, I would too. And, and I, think Tennessee gets fit- I think Tennessee gets 55 points in that game. And that's what I'm concerned about. <laughs> you see, the thing is, of course, I was hoping to see some kind of improvement on pass defense from the vault. I don't think that's really going to be required in their first game against Virginia at Nissan. <laughs> so that's no, it's well put. Thing. Right. It's, well, you know, you're, yeah, you're willing yeah. to lay the 30. Uh, so obviously the correlation is to say if they, if they lay the 30, you're right. They could probably put up 58 by themselves. <laughs> From your aspect, though, which I I find really interesting, from your aspect of is the NFL easier to handicap than college ball? Today, and and by today I mean since the advent of, of NIL and a newly redefined transfer portal, the NFL is actually easier. You're you're correct. Uh, it's it's something where we we know we'll set a number and we won't see as much line movement uh, as we see in in the college game. It's just it's a very volatile sport where you still really don't know. And I gotta be honest, I'll be the first one to say it. If no one else does, I don't really know much right now. <laughs> I could set a number based off of what I saw last year and off of some of the talent that's arriving. Uh, but I'm going to learn an awful lot on the 26th about whether this big black book of mine is any good or not, Tony. <laughs> well, well and, and, you know, the other side of that is when you, when you think out loud here, you know, as fans, we'll be watching this Tennessee game, and we're going to be sitting there going, okay, is this for real? Like, Matt and Brian, think about this for a second. When we see us play Virginia... And Virginia, we know they can't play offense, right? And if Tennessee ends up holding them to like 14 points, the the uh, theme around our way is going to be, boy, we've really improved defensively. When you really don't know if you've improved or not, Matt, but when you play them, you really won't. You still won't know. No, no, I, I think Virginia. The only thing that could happen in that game is. Virginia could expose some some weaknesses in, that you have defensively, um, and, and of course you really won't know against Austin P the next week either. No, and that's the tr- that's the trouble. Ro- ro- the trouble in Robert's business is there are so many false games in college football, and so until you get into league play, there's just so few meat few meat and potato type matchups. Yeah. Well, and just teams they. You know, closed practices, unlike the NFL, where everything's right. open. There's just so many guarded secrets with college football, especially. 
um, and the way that, you know, you don't have to have injury reports. And there's just so many variables and kind of wild cards that nobody really knows unless you got inside info on. Um, and there's just, a, and especially in this portal era, like, you know, you, you were saying you kind of base it off last year, but so many teams have just a lot of tra- a lot of turnover, especially at key spots. It's just really hard to, to create lines early in seasons. And they may not really have a good read until they play Texas San Antonio, which is kind of weird to say. Robert, what do you think of that San Antonio team? What do you, what do your numbers say on them? It, it, no, I, I think that they've improved, but there there's still several steps down the ladder, in my opinion. I think honestly, once you see, and we we talk about you're right, but the portal again, right? And you're moving from Hooker to Milton. You're you you have an adjustment that you need to make, uh, losing Tillman and Hyatt. Uh, you, you know, starting tackle, there's all of these questions. I, I really have no idea if that's actually going to be addressed in the first two weeks. I, I like, just like I said, I, I don't think it's going to be the case. What we want to see is what's going to happen against the teams that you are supposed to win. Uh, the A&M, the Florida, the Kentucky, that trio, uh, you know, Alabama, Georgia is another story, but it, it's, it's that group of three that I want to see. A, a, a real, real step up, and that'll explain an awful lot more for where this program has moved. Robert, uh, on the way out here, I'm, I'm noticing my Eagles added a couple pieces uh, yesterday, and who knows what's left of these guys that are veterans, and you, you find these camp uh, guys. Been a lot of talk about the running back position. I, I just can't believe we're, we're living in an era where the running back is so devalued that you've got a Sanders out there, you've got a Fournette out there, you've got a Cook out there. I mean, wh- what are we to make of this? We're, we're seeing a, a change in the way this game is played right before our eyes again, Tony. Uh, for for those, those incredible athletes, you know, Cook, uh, I mean, Kareem Hunt, Zeke, uh, you know, some might say Zeke's run out of gas. In his tank, Fournette. At one point, Fournette seemed unstoppable. Uh, I, I just don't know if they really matter much anymore because you can, as, as I mean, you could see what what the Kansas City Chiefs have done, and actually, you could see what the Eagles have done. They they really are able to just plug and play, uh, and, and and find someone that honestly, I, the, the actual running play is starting to move out of focus where it's just becoming yet another target. Just this, this one happens to be out of the backfield, Tony. So strange. Robert Kowalski, look forward to breaking it down scientifically as you just did with us moving forward this season. You're going to be an asset to what we do here. And I appreciate you and I appreciate uh, Zen for providing you. And I hope you have a blessed day, my friend. Great talking to you. Thank you so much, Tony. It's a pleasure and honor. The great Robert Kowalski. We call him the killer. You know, Matt, you brought up something, and he brought up something about the way this thing is changing. And, and you brought up pass rush today over at tclub.team as we visit with TGMD, the great Matt Dixon. And I want to thank Robert Kowalski once again, who's got a wealth of knowledge. And I will tap into that, and we will break it down scientifically with him. But in the meantime... 
And then if you want to give me your all Megan Rapino team, we'll we'll get into comp, uh, phone calls on the other side. Matt, you were talking about our secondary and the early reports, and I'm one of the people that's said this. The young kids thus far have not distinguished themselves. Now, pads went on today, and now you're playing real football, and you're going to get more of an idea with some scrimmages coming up. You're going to get an idea of what you have, in whom they can trust, all those good things. Matt writes today over at tclub.team right next to our Collins Insurance Agency ad that's there. Josh Collins, what's up? Matt writes, one way to improve pass coverage is obviously to pressure the quarterback. Tennessee failed to do that in 2022, Matt writes. Per footballoutsiders.com, footballoutsiders.com, great name, Tennessee's sack rate was just 5.1% last year. 97th nationally. On passing downs, the sack rate was only 6.9%, good for 92nd in FBS. Matt, what does Tennessee's sack rate have to get to this year if they're going to be more successful defensively? Um, I, I think you got to got to be definitely closer to ten at the at the least. Um, you know, I mean, you'd, you'd like to be maybe even a little bit better than that. It, you just with Tennessee secondary limitations, you know, when when the quarterback has plenty of time to throw, there's going to be somebody open, and and we saw that um, last year just a ton. The South Carolina game was probably the worst, um, and and Florida also. So I mean, you just you got to be able to put pressure and get get a quarterback on the ground, and and we just weren't able to do that last year. We have, I mean, we do have some young, some young talent that ho- hopefully can kind of be breakout players and take, take you know, that next step or two. But uh, just overall, it just kind of goes hand in hand. Just the poor, you know past defense numbers when, when you can't get to the quarterback and you can't cover receivers you're, you're kind of you know you're, you're just you're set up to just get torched and that that unfortunately happened in a number of games tgmd breaking it down scientifically so again per football outsider tennessee sack rate was 5.1 percent last year 97th nationally one of our previous callers opined that Perhaps they take the tack they took against Clemson. One has to wonder, Matt, if they did that because Clemson had an inexperienced quarterback across from them who was pretty limited. Has that thought occurred to you? That's why they did that last year. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I think that's a big part of it. Um, Aaron Beasley, I think, was kind of all over the field in that game. Um, but I, I do think that they... They had, you know, had had a month to kind of game plan and, and and you know, you know, create some 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 mismatches. So I I thought they did a really good job in that Clemson game. Um, I thought, what did they get? Like I think three or four sacks, probably a as close to a season high. It felt like, and they so no, I I think that was a, a big factor. Um, and and one has to also wonder. And I'm just saying this out loud. If teams are going to defend Joe Milton that way too, Matt, early on, why wouldn't you gamble? 
why wouldn't you force him to play faster than he needs to? Yeah, yeah. You know, make, make him, you know, make quick decisions. I think that's kind of one of the big question marks on him. Um, his, his ability to kind of improvise, which I thought Hendon Hooker was incredible at. Um, and did did a great job of that. So yeah, I, I think you put pressure on on Milton and, and see see if he can cough the ball up or or just eats eats it and takes sacks. Which it felt like he he kind of held the ball way too long in that Orange Bowl. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. If you want to join us, we were, we're also putting forth our all Megan Rapino team. It's going to be coached by Coach K. Uh, Matt Dixon said Tom Brady. I nominated Coach K. Charlie said Draymond Green. Arian Foster's off the board. Magnum had Tiger Woods and Jamel Martinez. And um, Hoosierval had LeBron James. All, all those folks belong on your all-Megan Rapino team for, hey, look, great athlete. I just, you know, I just kind of can't take you. That's who I put on the uh, – so you answer that the way you want to answer it, but that's who makes the all-Megan Rapino team. What comes to mind for you? 865-200-5402. Again, 865-200-5402. If you want to join us, we come back on the other side. I want to hear from you. This is your Tony Basilio Show. As we continue – Right after this. Spread the word and get the app at TonyBasilio.com for Android and iPhones. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons and we run his dealership and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. 
She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard, the same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg, we do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to create the best event of the season, the annual Kiwanis Chili Cook-Off and the new Main Street event, Fall Fest on the Square. This will be held September 30th, 3 to 7 p.m., downtown Columbia. There will be music, food trucks, vendors, and entertainment by the renowned Journey Band, Majestic. For more information, visit the Kiwanis of Columbia Facebook page and click the Events tab or go to www.visitcolumbia.com. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. T to the B back with you on your Tony Basilio show. It's unbelievable. We got about 20 to spend together here. Let's go back to the phones. It's pretty next level. Before I go back to the phones, hey, Dixon, do you think uh, Tony Valls is getting some ideas and bringing that Lithuanian national team perhaps um, perhaps over here for a ball game, maybe a weekend series. Oh, yeah, one of those February weekend series. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, is that is that Lithuanian team any good? You tell me. <laughs> uh, they're they're still developing. They're 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 a year or two away. I've got a full report tomorrow on the basketball team over in Italy, uh, com- complete with some insider stuff in terms of what they saw, what they thought they saw, what it could mean for people. And uh, there is some information to be gleaned from it. So look for that tomorrow over at tclub.team as 
myself and why guesstimate on what it could look like. Matt, did you have a chance to see any of it? I have not. Uh, I have them saved on YouTube, but I, I haven't had a chance to watch any of them yet. I was I was busy trying to get ready for football. Back to our phones we go. Get Joshy Boy in here. Joshy Boy, welcome in. What's up, fellas? What's up, Joshy Boy? Tony, uh, maybe uh, Polly Joe could listen to that guy you had on from Zen Sports and uh, have some gambling advice, you know? I've seen some of Polly Joe's picks. Yeah. And he, ought stick to, he ought to stick to being a bad caller. Oh, you'd rather him talk about having bad calls about Barnes than rather... Oh, yeah, he he ought to stick to being a bad caller than some of the picks he's made in his life. Yeah. Tony, can I double dip, can I double dip and give you two nominees? Uh-huh. My first one, I'm going to go with Greg Popovich. Oh, boy, he's so unlikable. Yeah, yeah. And my second one... You guys are probably going to be called off guard with this. Brady Morningstar from Kansas. Tony, uh, there's something about him that makes him just unlockable. I just don't know what it is. You guys remember Brady Morningstar? Sure. It's that. It's the whole concept of every white basketball player that's ever lived has just been annoying. I mean, Brian, Danny Ainge, when he played... Your Celtic savior, totally annoying, Brian. One of the most annoying players to ever live. Yeah, probably probably still annoying to this day, but oh, yeah. he was annoying in a good way. Mm-hmm. You have to be great to, to get off that list. Like, Larry Bird was great. Yeah. He couldn't be annoying because he was so good. Everybody knew it. Yeah. Tony, uh, I asked Dino this yesterday. What's your opinion? Do you think, well, Dino said he's second on the depth chart behind Beasley. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Arion Carter this year? you think he'll get a, a lot of playing time? Absolutely. He'll play some. Think he'll, you think he'll be uh, one of those impactful freshmen this year? What do you think, Matt? How many snaps a game for him? He certainly plays a decent deal, decent amount. Yeah, well, it'll definitely be on special teams. He'll probably, I think he'll probably play 20 or 30 snaps a game. I agree with that. Maybe more in the second half of the season. Which, again, the deal is yeah. growing guys like him this year. I mean, yeah, I want to win. And, hey, if his team goes 11-1 and one and get in the playoff, fine. But I want to grow to put my squad in a position where I can make that first 12-team playoff which I think is a worthwhile goal to shoot for here. Yeah, very wild off goal. And, uh, I think you know, and if, you have, to, if you have to use two football seasons, Josh, to get there, then use this season and next season. Grow your roster this year. Yep. I think uh, we're going to have a lot of depth these next few years, Tony. I hope. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, Tony... What was your opinion the other night when you went to the Phillies game and they blew it? I was thinking of you. Sounds like you were reveling in it, Joshy boy. 
No, I was thinking of you. I was like, those damn Phillies. Oh. Phillies are going to be mad. Well, a buddy of mine did me a favor, Jody Mack, uh-huh. and got my family on the field for batting practice, Joshy boy. Oh, nice. And so we went down there, and we were down there when the Royals were taking batting practice, and I was looking at those guys, and Anthony looked up their record, and they had like 35 or 36 wins, and they'd won seven games in a row. They were on a clip yeah. to be horrendous. But they had won a bunch of games in a row, and damn if they didn't win the night I went. Phillies blew yeah. a three-run lead. Uh, uh, Aaron Nola is a small guy junior. Yeah, Tony. Uh, so, uh, how how's the beach so far? Are you enjoying it? I'm not much of a beach person. I bring my guitar, go sit on the boardwalk. There you go. Play a little music, hang out with yeah. people, sit and talk, visit, visit with Famiglia. But they're yeah. all down there doing the beach right now. But Joshy boy, go. I'm not a beach person. Are you? Do you like the sand, Joshy boy? No, I don't. Hate it. Do you, Matt? You oh, I love, it, I love the beach. Really? Uh, I can I can live on the, at the, on the beach. They're having riptide yeah. issues up here today. They had a girl get pulled way off. They had to go out and get her, and then yeah. they got everybody out of the uh, they got everybody out of the deal and told people don't don't go in past a certain part. And uh, they're having riptide issues up here. Yeah. Out the door, Tony, you care if I take one more rip shot? No. Tony, uh, I'm going to give a <laughs> rip shot to Bino. Uh, yeah. Bino, uh, I don't even think you could play uh, on the Lady Vols softball team as bad as your bad average is. You'd probably strike out 30 times a game. See ya. <laughs> uh, I don't think... Anybody listening to me in this audience could hit a pitch in women's softball, Josh. I don't think it's a crack on Bino. I would think that most college baseball players would have trouble hitting that. Wouldn't you think, Matt? Yeah, it'd definitely be an adjustment. Uh, yeah, that's that's a tough, tough deal. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, maybe ask Jeeker about it. Didn't he went like four years without striking out in softball? How great is that, Brian? That he just drug Jeek right in the middle of it. Beautiful. The inventor of the game. Wow. <laughs> That's a rip. Let's go back to our phones. Get our next aye, call aye, in. Oi, oi. Let's get uh, W. Lennon here. How are my friends and compatriots doing today? What's up, brother? Uh, for my all Rapino team, uh, Rex Chapman. Boom. He is, he remains a he's, ca- he's the captain of this team. Yup. I remember when Tony White was playing, we had Kentucky beating her up. I'll never forget John Ward talking about it. He just went over and rammed Tony White. Dribbling the ball up, and they called a charge on Tony White. Of course and they did. The rep, the referees were out in full force. 
And, of course, the guy hits three straight threes. And, you know, it, we lost the game. We were up by like eight or nine, you know, with a minute left. And, uh, yeah, the rougher, I, I, I still can't stand Rick Chapman. You know, he's just mm-hmm. annoying. He could be the worst of your Lynn, you know it? Yeah, he could. As far as our ranking, I wish we were kind of like number 16, closer to how Phil Steele has us. He has us a little lower just to kind of be off the radar and work our way up. But people can't complain about being number 10 at all. Oh, no, that's a, that's a ton of respect. The question is, do you think the Vols will finish there, W. Lynn? If they go 10-2, and two, they'll finish there or, or higher. If 9-3, and three, it'll be close. But uh, if you're ten and two in the Big Ten or the SEC, you're you're definitely in the top ten and in the future playoff. I looked. Uh, I took the top twenty-five, Tony. And if you t- if you take the new SEC, we have eight teams ranked. That's counting Texas, Oklahoma. If you take the new Big Ten, which has going to have eighteen teams, they have seven ranked. So that's 15 of the top 25 two conferences. Wow. The, the new Big 12, that I think they're doing the best they can, but the new Big 12, their highest-ranked team right now would be Utah at 14, the new Big 12. You know, the question so, becomes, the question becomes, if, if they give the Mountain West, if the Mountain West becomes the pack, pack whatever they are, Mountain and they form their own league, are they worthy yeah. of getting an automatic bid? I'm looking at it, Tony. I've got 14 teams, and I say no. They're going to be in the group of, it'll be the group of six and the power four. That's what it'll be. But, you know, they have that rule, the top six champions get in the 12-team playoffs. So that they would make that probably. What now? How can that be the case? The top, the top six champions. There's ten conferences. It's the same thing they have with the New Year's Six right now. You take the Power Five and the top group of five, and that was Tulane last year. So the way they worded it for the twelve-team playoff is the top six conference champions. So you're going to get some, uh, you know, like I, I did a 12-team playoff with this poll, two lanes in again. You know, they're right 23rd, but they're the highest group of five team. Wow. You, know, you want to know who you know? You want to know who we would be playing? We'd be playing Ohio State on the road. We'd be playing hell. Ohio State, if there was a 12-team playoff right now based on the rules, we'd be playing Ohio State at Ohio State, winner playing Florida State. After this season. Yeah, I'm going to do like I did last year, Tony. I'm going to go pole by pole and kind of do a mock 12-team playoff just to see how we do. I, I thought everybody had fun with that, you know, so. Oh, no question. Matt Dixon said, I I really hope W. Lynn comes on today and shares his poll with us. He would always tell me that. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. 
Well, it's definitely something that I don't look into. I, I appreciate the info because I I sure don't take the time to do it. And you know the the ACC only has three teams ranked: FH, Florida State, Clemson, and North Carolina. That is absolutely dreadful, man. It's really going to be the power two, the middle three, and then the group of five or something. That's what it's going to look like, really, I think. Well, and it's a really good point. Power two, middle three, and group bottom feeders. The middle three will be, I guess, the ACC, the Big 12, and whatever that West thing turns into, or the AC, you know. I think the ACC ought to lose their, uh, lose their standing while we're Automatic at Automatic bid, yeah. They blow. W. Lynn, much love to you. Thank you, brother. Always good to talk to you. But, you know, keeping an automatic bid, Matt, for the group of five is stupid. Having uh, a West Coast uh, doing the top six leagues is utterly stupid. It should be the top. If If you've done this, what you've done, at the very least, it should be four automatic bids and eight qualifiers, eight wild cards. At the very least. I mean, you've done what you've done. Why pretend that this isn't what you've done? And then four SEC teams and four ACT teams can make it. Or uh, Big Ten and, uh, and SEC teams, it opens up four spots in 16-team leagues, which isn't a lot. Four spots is not a lot. Let's get uh, our next call in. He goes by the name of Titans Bill. How are you doing, Tony? Billy, unfortunately, time, 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 time is not on your side. No, it isn't today, but welcome in, brother. Okay. I'll just just say this and get it off my chest. I know you're going to suspend me for it. If I had to pick my least player that I don't particularly like, it's Brandon Marsh of your Philadelphia Phillies. The guy looks like trash. And if you want to suspend me for that, go right ahead. No, the guy is literally, literally one of the ugliest people maybe on planet Earth. And that's coming from somebody that spent several hours yesterday on the boardwalk in Ocean City, New Jersey. And there are some ugly people here. Wow. Billy, you're the man. Much love to you. Matt Dixon, thank you for your wonderful report today over at uh, TK. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? 
experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day -day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Spring is here and we are ready. We carry a full line of steel, echo, and chindawa yard equipment. We also have a great selection of grass seed, fertilizer, and garden supplies. With the most knowledgeable sales staff in Southern Middle Tennessee, come check us out at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard, Columbia, Tennessee. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. And I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. 
Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people, and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. Gypsy Kings featuring Torino Baliardo return to Nashville with a concert that will take you on a trip down memory lane. The Gypsy Kings will be performing their greatest hits November 4th at TPAC Andrew Jackson Hall. For you to dance and enjoy an unforgettable night. Tickets on sale through ToninoBaliardo.com. A loud and live production. Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.